0: Oh, we're, we're live. We must be. I feel it. Do you feel it? I feel it. Rob Curry, do you feel it? brothers third their track link ray gun and that must mean this is the toronto beer podcast with me your host chris schreier i'm not gonna lie guys i've actually had a bit of a crappy day but the day is done i've had my physio i voted i ate uh, a delicious red tie curry hello mike and i have got a beer that I am so excited, so excited to share. I, I I wish I could share it through your ear holes, but it doesn't work that way. You're just going to have to go with me on this little trip. But speaking of which, hang on. I'll have one more sip of what I'm drinking. Which is uh, Godspeed Svetli, uh, just the 12, the regular one having that with dinner but we are trading up kids we are trading up this is none other than the remember please that i don't speak czech specialni Edici b i'm assuming that means special edition because this was made at godspeed with godspeed stuff and and bim and everybody but also with the brewing team from czech Far. In the Czech Republic, they came over and made this beer, and another, with, uh, with Bim. So this is the B, which is based on Budvar or Czechvar, uh, their beer. And they made this with Bim. It's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> now, this glass might be a disaster. I, uh, I ragged it out with my T-shirt before uh, sitting down. Or perhaps, oh, I'm not doing this on camera. I was going to say, perhaps the t-shirt's the secret ingredient. Actually, it kind of is. You can definitely see where I didn't get my t-shirt to. Hmm, that's embarrassing. Especially with such a beautiful beer. Now, I have had this beer uh, before. Indeed, I had it on Saturday, which, as promised, was one heck of a long day. But it was delightful. Cask days, beautiful. I'll talk more about that maybe later, if I remember to. But then I went to to Godspeed, hung out with uh, Mary Beth and her partner. Um, I wasn't necessarily the best of company at that point, but they're very friendly and generous. Uh, and we were drinking a number of beers, but, uh, this was a a big one in the, uh, in the lineup. Um, it was the second one I had. It was, uh, of course poured on a side pull, uh, tap, which is just so cool these days. Oh, don't you just love that? The old side pull, you know what I'm talking about? looks kind of like a, a faucet tap. You kind of rotate it. It's pretty cool. Anyway, Uh, unfortunately the way I poured this, the head did not live up to that side pole head, which was dense and creamy. Um, this is dropped. I also wasn't pouring with head in mind. Unfortunately, I was too busy analyzing the cleanliness of the glass. So silly. All right. So when you smell it, my golly, let me tell you, there's, (laughs) there's sauce hops and then there's sauce hops. And this one has the second They are so just dense and a little spicy. Oh, I feel like you can almost smell a little bit of the like the actual lupulin. I know that that is what you can smell, but like almost like the the, the stuff that's actually in the fresh plant. And then the malts are clearly a floor malted. Uh, pilsner malt. I'm I'm nowhere near good enough to speculate who, from whom or from where, but this is floor malted pilsner without a doubt. And knowing Bim, it's probably Czech German. Who does the best floor malted pilsner? Friends, these are things we need to learn. I'll look into them in a minute. I haven't even had a sip yet. This is ridiculous. Stupid podcast slowing me down drinking. Oh, but yeah, just like a Pilsner's Pilsner right out of the gate on the nose. Okay. There's a lot of things to say, but before I say any of them, I need to have another sip. Okay. So again, still many things. The first thing that we have to address, and I'm amazed about it by it, is the mouthfeel, which is uncommonly creamy to, yeah, to, the, to the extent that I marveled on Saturday at how creamy the beer was due to the side pull faucet. And surely that helped. But out of the can, this beer is is velvety creamy. It's like it's like putting on your favorite pair of slippers kind of soft. In the mouthfeel, there is again, Saz Hops just uh, holding a ghetto blaster above their head. And and crying out to you. They're so it's just like, oh, if if you want somebody to know what a sauce hop tastes like, it tastes like this. This is exactly what sauce hops taste like. Spicy, Um, maybe not quite floral, but definitely leafy and and snappy, astringent bitter bitterness, not sticky bitterness. This is not like IPA bitterness at all. But this has got a very, very assertive bitterness to it, which sets off the, as noted in the aroma, without a doubt, floor malted pilster malt. Now, a little weird to be so kind of fixated on that. And it's a little hard to explain exactly how and when you know um, floor malted from just, regular pilsner malt it's really easy if you have the malts in your hands and you can sniff them and and chew them you just it's 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 dead easy to tell in a beer it can become a little bit more challenging but one of the keys is floor malted pilsner malt is like it's not like pilsner malt turned up to like 11 it's more like if you took pilsner malt and then added in uh the third below and the fifth below harmony And actually, maybe you did that, but actually it was a full octave and a third and a fifth below. It's just got this this richness to the Pilsner malt quality that you don't get uh, just through standard malting. It's amazing. Uh, Anyway, uh, that's this beer. And as noted, mouthfeel. Okay, so part of the reason why it has this mouthfeel, I'm 99 percent sure, aside from, I mean, the obvious, which is care and, and skill of, of the creators but um, this has been decocted now I think I knew that I, I definitely knew that but it's it's the predecessor is is I think double decocted uh, so I would assume this one is I'm just trying to remember if I had a conversation about this some of my conversations on Saturday are not part of my memory bank anymore Um Anyway, this is definitely decoction, and that's going to be part of the reason why you can get that cool uh, mouthfeel to it. Like, literally, it almost feels in mouthfeel like there's oats in it. I guarantee you there are not oats in this beer, but there's just a real nice density to the mouthfeel that almost hint at that. But then, yeah, with this really assertive, snappy, uh, kind of astringent hop on the finish. Oh, this beer. I'm so glad I have five more of these in my fridge and that Godspeed Brewery is, I believe my watch measured it at like 1.2 kilometers from my house. So that's a good thing. I'm happy about that. This beer is amazing. Uh, yeah, same label as the regular, but it's all in gold, which is pretty fantastic. Oh, there's actually a not insignificant amount of writing on the side of the can. Uh, in Czech and English, I'm assuming maybe uh Czechvar's uh, going to push some of this over in the Czech. See how uh, people feel about that. It does say our collaboration with Czechvar is an alchemy of Czech brewing philosophy. That's that's a pretty cool way of putting it. Uh, whole cone sauce, hops, whole cone sauce, hops. I think the other boat has whole cone sauce hops in it, too. And Morovian floor malted Pilsner malt. Morovia. Where is Morovia? You know, we've got the Internet. I have access to it. Morovia. It sounds like something out of. uh, Oh, that's the Morovia. Corporation. Oh, it's in, it's in the Czech Republic. It looks like I'm just looking at, at Wikipedia here. Morovia. I don't need that much pronunciation is a historical region in the East of the Czech Republic and one of three historical Czech lands with Bohemia and Czech S- Silesia. Like I said, guys, I don't speak Czech. Anyway, uh, it's Czech. Flora Milsner is the answer, specifically from Morovia. Definitely could not have told you that. Mm. I was reading the can. That's how I got distracted, but I needed another sip of that beer anyway. Sorry, where were we? Um. F- Uh, Forged in friendship, this Czech style pale lager represents a reinvention of our classic recipe with the help of brewmaster Adam Braz and his prolific team. And then it says cheers in Czech, which I am going to assume I'm mispronouncing, but it looks like na zdravi. Cheers in Czech. What did we learn? We learned that there are whole cone saaz hops and Moravian floor malted pilsner malt in there. That makes sense, especially with the saaz hops, and that I was getting a leafy, lupulin-y kind of quality. That's because it was there, because it was whole cone, so saaz hops. Very traditional of them. That's fantastic. So the moral of the story is, oh, what are we going to eat with this? Well, now I was. I was interested to note, I, I was seated at one of my, well, I'm happy anywhere on the chef's table, but I'm most happy where I was on Saturday, which is uh, right with my shoulder to the brewery. Uh, so you can kind of look at the bar and you can watch the kitchen and you have a nice vista when you're at the chef's table with your back to the the floor, like the 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 restaurant floor it's nice in terms of interacting with the chefs because they're right there in front of you face to face, but they're the only thing you can really see and like kind of the brewery behind you, but it's not, um, behind them. I mean, but it's just a brewery. If, if you've seen one, you've seen them all. Um, although <laughs> speaking of Godspeed, something that you won't have seen anywhere other than, was it Pilsner or Cal or check far? I can't remember. I think it's Pilsner or Cal. uh, <laughs> Uh, Bim got a pair of 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 coopered oak fermenters, but pitch lined. So not like a footer, like literally the exact same barrels that they use in Pilsner or Cal. And apparently he just had to ask. He just said, hey, can you guys make me some of them? I'll pay you. And they went, yeah, all right. So now he has two of them. And so expect the Pilsner or Cal uh, which I believe is the Sklepnik. Is that right? Uh, to become even more authentically homage because it will have been made in fermenters identical to the ones that the actual beer is made in. Isn't that just the craziest thing you've ever heard? Uh, anyway, what are you going to eat with this? And I was talking about my favorite seat at the chef's table. A table I have been seated at a number of times. By the way, I hope that doesn't sound douchey. And actually, I think um, I think with the chef's table at Godspeed, it's actually a bit of a like a tier two seating um, to to a lot of people, Uh, but certainly not to me. I would call it my preference. I just did. Uh, Anyway, I was seated at the chef's table uh, and was immediately aware of the fact that um, the chefs that were working were not Japanese, which, to be fair, was the norm. Um, they were three, I would describe as European descent, uh, blonde haired women. Uh, and just because of connecting the dots, I thought I couldn't tell you, um, visually whether somebody was Czech or not, but I bet they are. And uh, I don't know. I didn't ask. Um, they were really busy making a lot of food. Uh, but, uh, that's my guess is that there was some, uh, Czech restaurant staff, uh, in the, the, the kitchen. I don't know if that was just for the event or if they've changed gears food wise for the next little while, either one totally cool with me. Uh, they were making like kielbasa and it came with like a little scoop of potato salad and, um, schnitzels were flying out of the uh, deep fryer flying. Um, so that stuff would go pretty good with this beer. All, all of that to say, uh, personally for myself, I would really like this beer with some like dirty Dutch fries. Doesn't have to be my classic Dutch poutine. It would work well there. But I'm just talking like not even like war fries, like just good, hot, like fresh cut, fresh made, nice uh, fries with just like mayonnaise or aioli on it. That with this beer would be fantastic. The aioli, actually, I might, I, I might go back on that, but the mayo should be very lemony, please, um, and then obviously with a nice, really flaky sea salt. Uh, what what is this? I can't. This is a. This is not a visual medium except for the people watching live. What am I doing here with my hand? I'm I'm flaking not drizzling, it's not a wet thing, salt over, you know, distributing it with your fingertips in a random pattern. Uh, I would eat that with this, because that's very, uh, greasy and fatty, uh, and this beer's snappy assertive hop is going to kick the crap out of that in the best possible way. The, uh, Moravian floor malted sprinkling. Thank you, Mike Chance. Sprinkling. We'll call it sprinkling. That's what I was doing with my hand that I couldn't come up with the word for. Back on track. The Moravian floor malted Pilsner malt is, I think, going to do some interesting things with the potato, which, by the way, I don't want no Yukon gold up on those fries. I want some sort of heirloom tastes like the terroir that it should kind of potato in those fries and I think that's gonna potatoes have a nice earthy quality to them I think that's gonna work really well with the Moravian not just Czech Moravian floor malted pilsner Uh, then I wanted the lemon in the mayonnaise just to try and set off because there's beer is acidic by nature but there isn't anything particularly acidic in this beer Um, so I think the lemon would just kind of ping off the bitterness of the hops and uh and the sweetness of the malts nicely that's what i want that's what i want right now Mm. not gonna have it even you know i bet it would suck if you got it delivered i was gonna be like even if i wanted to shell out to have it delivered and then i thought about it those fries are not gonna hold up to a trip in some cooler pack on some dude's back on an e-bike what am i thinking I just need to remember to make that for myself sometime. Mm. So, all this to say, special edition, buh, I translated it for you. Don't know what buh means, so we had to leave that in the original language. From Godspeed Brewery, but Godspeed Brewery by, or X collab mark, Um, Czechvar brewing from uh, the Czech Republic. Of course, this is Godspeed's homage to Czechvar made with the people who make Czechvar. So. It's going to be like the best tasting thing ever. And it is. Uh, You're going to get this at the brewery. And uh, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't sleep on this one, kids. If you, too, want to try some of this beer. Well, I just. I, I would get there sooner than later. Um, and I would go in such a fashion so that you could stop, have one on draft from the very fancy side pull faucet and then take home like kids 12 at least possibly more. Um, and don't let it get too old. Just enjoy every one of them. It's really, really good beer. I'm going to have another sip. Then I'm going to tell you about cask Days. Oh, look, my darling wife, my North Star has joined us. Hello. Um, Cask Days. Holy moly. So as I reported last week, I had a hot take, which is to say the same press release everybody else had um, about Cask Days. And Cask Days uh, happened on the patio of Volo, just like it used to always. Now, it's the new Volo, not the old Volo. It's... um, I think if you measured it as the crow flies, uh, like seventy meters, maybe a hundred, from the location, it's real close. It's just on the other side of Young Street, tucked in behind uh, the storefronts. It's uh, you kind of go along the street and then you go down a laneway and then it's there in this little like kind of courtyardy kind of vibe. Actually, it's funny because it's all predominantly new buildings Uh, where Volo is, isn't actually, it's the old buildings along young, but what makes that courtyard is like these like kind of glassy condos. And they've inadvertently created the sort of informal square that you'll find in a lot of old European cities, particularly British cities, uh, from my experience anyway, um, where it isn't like specifically designed to be that way. Like there isn't a, a literal square of of land in the middle it's just an open space uh more open than just the roadways uh with like extra sidewalk and stuff and it just becomes this cool little pocket and so volo's there and what was next to it like i don't know there was something next to it and you could kind of tell like and there was like sort of a uh like a convenience store across the way or whatever but it was going to be like a cool little yeah a little hub for the condos it's pretty sweet Anyway, it was on the patio. Cast 30 casks, which when you compare that to like 280 or something like that, at uh, at the big cast days events is like nothing. But at the same time, I probably would have drank the same amount of beer at either festival. I just would have drank a significantly higher or lower percentage of what was on offer, depending on what was on offer. Uh, My, uh, my trick this year. Well, I got myself my glass as you have to on the way in. Just need a sip of beer. Hmm. So good. So, so good. Um, And then what I did is I investigated all of the English style ales that were sort of sub five percent. So like some milds and some bitters and a pale ale that I think was maybe flirting with that number, but whatever. So I had a bunch of like what I would consider typical British cask ales. And then I moved into some other British classic cask ales like barley wines, but also some of the more, maybe not even quite experimental stuff, but just some of the bigger stuff, the the boozier stuff. Uh, finishing out with Amsterdam's El Jaguar, which i think is tempest that's been spiced with cinnamon and like hot peppers like like chilies um and maybe it's got some boosted cocoa in it because it is pretty chocolatey but tempest is pretty chocolatey and that beer was like fire it was real good but it was like fire it was also like 13% or something like that, so bit sketchy, uh, but delicious. Uh, so, yeah, so I hung out there for maybe two hours. It was actually pretty chill when I got there. There was no lineup, which I was surprised and tickled by. Um, it was filling up. There was still no lineup when I left, but it was definitely a lot more crowded when I left. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I left there and wandered around a little bit to try and just air out a bit and then headed over to godspeed godspeed was I, uh, I mean not quite rammed but like pretty 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 full and that was saturday apparently sunday was actually the big deal um but uh, yeah i had no trouble getting as noted uh my preference but definitely one of the reasons why it was open was because it was at the chef's table uh and just sat and enjoyed myself and then yeah Mary Beth and her partner came along, and we hung out a bit, I'm told. And uh, then, yeah, I headed home for for pizza. It was delicious. But we don't need to talk about that pizza. Uh, Yeah, it was a great night. And uh, both events, holy moly. I can't tell you the last, well, (laughs) I can't tell you the last time I was at a beer event. It was the post-judging event that I got (laughs) COVID at. Um, But, like, an event event like that, like Cast Day's, or like a, a beer launch like this. Ah, it was really good to be back out there. Hmm. Quite enjoyed myself. I'm gonna have a sip of beer and then tell you if there's anything else you could take part in. Spoilers: the answer I was gonna say is no, but that is missing a few words. The answer is actually I don't know. Um, can't really recall anything coming across the bow that pinged my interests too much. Um, and to be fair, we can't live on these highs all the time. I'm I'm not a young man there was another event this weekend, say, I would would pass. I would pass. Uh, So, yeah, no, you know what's on? I think I spoke about this last episode or two episodes ago. The Rugby World Cup is on, the Women's uh, Rugby World Cup down in New Zealand. And this weekend, we will see the quarterfinals with Canada facing the old rival who we always beat the hell out of, USA. Um, Just... (laughs) <laughs> we're, we're, we're matching up against them having just beaten them handily uh, in the last game of the group stages now we get to do it again in the quarterfinals. now golly I, I hope I haven't jinxed the, the, the women's team and they're going to now go out and lose uh, but I think that, uh, that we don't need to worry about that the problem is then surely in the semi-finals Canada will face England who will have just thrashed Australia might be Australia, maybe Wales. Hmm. One of the lower ranked teams. Anyway, uh, we will almost certainly be meeting England in the semifinals, which is not an insurmountable ask for the Canadian team. They have shown, I mean, a, a, a skill level that I mean, really sets them and, and New Zealand and England as the tier one teams and there's a notable uh, step down from there uh their their play has been fantastic their ability both in the uh dominant mall but also defending a dominant mall has been just fantastic uh so proud to to watch and and just see this program that's working um By the way, the men lost to Chile uh, over the weekend uh, in a a tournament that only counts for experience, so they got the experience. Uh, Anyway, that's what you should check out. Check out the Women's uh, Rugby World Cup. The games are on at odd times. I think the Canadian women's game is on at like 10.15 on Saturday night, uh, which I'm certainly going to stay up and watch if I can find a stream for it. That's the other problem. It can be challenging. It is on Peacock. If you have Peacock as one of your uh, streaming services, uh, you, can, you can watch it there. Um, I don't, so uh, I have to be a little more creative. Uh, but once the game is done, there's almost always full episodes up on YouTube, so you can watch it at a more civilized time, like, you know, 9 in the morning. Not a bad time to sit down with a cup of coffee and watch a bit of the old uh, rugby. So that's your, that's your event this weekend. Hey, how about this? Pair a beer with it and then tell me about it. What pairs well with a rugby game? You know, uh, do you get a Lager for the New Zealand game or is that a little too predictable? Maybe you get something made with, uh, like, Nelson Sovan hops. Hey, whatever happened to them, eh? Remember how popular they were? Where'd they go? I actually know a story about that, but I'll save it for another day. Suffice to say, there might have been some... Uh, Intentional destruction of intellectual property. Anyway, could be why we don't see too much Nelson around. Um, anyway, yeah, pair of beer with the rugby. Get back to me. Let me know what you did. Uh, I know next Monday Halloween. A lot of us have got little kitties going to be out doing the old trick or treating. Hey, I feel that. That's totally cool. Mine will be home by nine eight thirty quarter to nine ish. So I'm just going to jump on the podcast. And yes. I will do a pumpkin beer for Halloween. I'm not saying which one. I'm also not saying I'm gonna do one I've never done before. Because maybe I just want that one that one time. And I could do it as an excuse here. And that would be delightful. Because it is one of the best out there. So might as well do it. Uh <laughs> all this to say, tune in next week when I will be pairing a pumpkin Saison. Oops, it's just a pumpkin beer with uh Halloween candy. Until then, be safe, especially that's your event this weekend. You're going to go to some stupid Halloween party. Be safe when you do that. And uh, I'll be back here in seven days talking at you. Until then, have a good night.